Coyotes host the Hurricanes. Pre-game tonight at 6.30 on Arizona Sports 98.7 in the Arizona Sports app. Nickelback? <laughs> I like a good instrumental, Bernsey. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard Nickelback in a long time. <laughs> Five o'clock hour, the Burns and Gambo show. Nothing wrong with it. It's like, oh, I haven't heard this song in a long time. This is Nickelback, right? Well, I can't put photograph no, in the yeah, rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, five o'clock hour here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Welcome in on this Friday. Um, All-Star Weekend is upon us. The Suns will not play another game until next Thursday when they'll take on the Dallas Mavericks. Um, obviously, this weekend, it's going to be about Kevin Durant. It's going to be about Devin Booker. It's going to be about the all the stuff that's going on Saturday with the Steph Curry competition against Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu. Um, the three-point shooting contest, the dunk contest. I, I mean, this is... I look forward more to Saturday night than I do Sunday. I will watch Saturday. Well, actually, I'm going to be out of town. I'll record Saturday and watch it later. Um, I'm not that interested in the game, though. I, I, I know that. The game is, and I, I say that with all due respect to KD and all due respect to Devin Booker, because I know it's important for them to be in this moment. Yeah. They talked about that. Yeah. But as far as something I want to sit down and watch, Eh, not so much. No, I mean, it was a time when I, I think it was Dwayne Wade uh, once broke like Kobe Bryant's nose in an all-star game. And it used to it used to be a physical game and teams really went after it and they tried to win, but not, no longer. I mean, if you go look at the amount of three-pointers that are being taken, the amount of dunks, the amount of fouls. I mean, 1993, there was 65 fouls in the game. Last year, there was seven, you know? Uh, you <laughs> there know, were seven fouls in last year's game. Was seven fouls in last year's game. So the game's changed a whole lot. You don't see the same type of game. And I'll just give you a couple of, of, of examples uh, just to recognize just to recognize it. In 2017, two teams combined for 374 points. <laughs> there were 83 dunks in the game. Most of them uncontested, 12 of them by Giannis. In 2018, um, there were 27 dunks, but 123 three-pointers were attempted in one basketball game. Mm -hmm. We talk about a team taking 30 to 35 three-pointers in a game, like 70. There were 123 three-pointers taken in that all-star game. They only connected at 29%, so it wasn't even any good. And then in 2019, that went from 123 to 167 three-pointers taken. The game's changed. It's not anywhere near what you remember it being, well, and that's okay, taken me, over time. Let me ask you this. If they played a more competitive style basketball game, would you watch? Like if you knew That's a good that's a good question. Would, would I watch would, it if it was more competitive? Like, like like they said to you, okay, we promise this is going to be a game where there are more than seven fouls and there aren't 185 three-pointers taken and there's going to be some defense, there's going to be some effort. Would would that be honest? Would you watch? Cuz I wouldn't still. I might be more inclined to Okay. I might be more inclined to if it's you're seeing the best players in the world play each other and going at it and trying to win, like trying to beat each other. Like, real, like, like it might be, it might be, it I'm might draw to, my interest. I'm trying to figure out from the NBA standpoint, like what's their out here? What's their solution? If, if this is a problem, and you're obviously, in your opinion, this is a problem. For me, I don't care enough about it to think that it is one. There's no solution. I, I, and that's, and that's, the NFL solution is go to a flag football game. Nobody watches and, and it. And that's my point. It's like, if you, it's a real simple thing. 
if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Right. Don't watch it. I mean, it's it's like it's not. You, we can sit here and complain about the way things used to be. We've all got the power of a remote control or a smartphone in our hand. If you don't like it, change the channel. Watch something else. And so for me, you watch it for your your local players. Like the interest is, can Buck go have a good game? Sure. Can Chris Paul, uh, when can Chris KD Paul was playing, can game. KD have a right. good game? Yeah. Your interest is in your local guys, seeing them go out there and perform well on the big I'll, stage. I'll be honest, you know, I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather it this way, where they go out and kind of half-ass it for for a couple of hours, and just make sure nobody gets hurt. Because cause it's not worth it. It's the broken noses and playing an aggressive style of basketball where you're really expending that kind of energy. It's not worth it. It's, it's an exhibition. It's a showcase. It's a, hey, look at me, watch what we can do kind of thing. I, I'd, I'd rather it be patty cake out there, knowing that my guy's going to come back from that exhibition healthy and ready to go. Than putting them in kind of any position where they could possibly hurt themselves. Uh, that's it's just and that's, not worth and it. And that's it's why the it. that's why the players have gone away from really going at each other and trying to win those good. games. And I say good. The money has gotten so great, and the teams that are paying that money don't want their guy getting injured in an exhibition game. And as a fan, I endorse that. But the as, NBA, as a fan, but I the, endorse that. The NBA has done a better job than all of these other leagues. Although we do like the home run derby. The home run derby is fun. Yeah. But in giving you something, okay, we know that your appetite for this game is not great. So we're going to have this three-point contest and dunk contest. And now we're going to have a great NBA player against a great WNBA player in a three-point contest. Which I know you're very excited about. I watched a video today. I sent it to you guys. I watched a video of this Sabrina uh, Ionescu in the WNBA three-point contest. I watched it with my wife. I said, you have to watch this. She made every shot but like one or two. Like, oh my God. Like, okay, she could beat Steph. Mm-hmm. If she's shoot, shooting from the WNBA line, she will beat him. Now, if she shoots from the NBA line, I don't know. But if she shoots from the WNBA line and he shoots from the NBA line, she's probably going to beat him. Look, here's a reason to like that more than anything. It's different. It's different. It's a different, it's a different, t- I, I saw a video today on, on X of, you know, Inescu was warming up on the practice floor and Curry just arrived and they gave each other a big hug and all of that stuff. It's, it's going to be, look, the, the, the slam dunk contest, we've seen it a million times. I think we're bored by it. It's still unbelievable athleticism at its absolute finest, but we're bored by it. Who do you just, remember the most out of this, the, the, the contest? Out of the slam dunk contest? Yeah, well, one player, one player. Oh, I, I tend to remember, I, I, I honestly tend to remember, Said Sabalos in okay. the blindfold. Okay. Because he was a son and it was really cool. It's like who knows whether he was cheating or not, but but I, I just remember I but remember. But you have do you have one vivid memory of the contest? Said it said. It said. Yeah, it said. Kenny Skywalker. Uh, I remember that one too. Kenny Skywalker, 1989. Slammed on contest. A lot of them I don't remember. A lot of them I just don't remember. But that one, I remember. Vince Carter's Honey Dip in 2000. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Vince v- Carter. Vince Carter was, that was special. And then when Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon went like that, back and forth. And 50s. that one was what, like two years ago? Was that last year 20, or two years ago? No, it was a long time ago. Oh, was it a long time like ago? 16. Oh, was it, I think. Oh, that long ago? Okay. Yeah, I, I know. I, we're talking about teens. as a long time ago. I, I vaguely remember that one. 
Um, but I go way back. I remember like, was it, was it D Brown pumping up the kicks right before remember that? Remember the shoes that like you pumped up? Oh my God, of course. Remember those? And of he course. was pump it. And he was like pumping up his shoes before he had his dunk. That was really cool. All right. Speaking of the all-star break, Mitch, you've got our Twitter poll update here. Why don't you hit the thing for us? Would you please? Burns and Gambo need to know social poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. All right, what you got for I us? I was today? like, what are you talking about? And then I remembered. Yeah, we talked about this. That's right. So Gambo's very excited to see this Steph versus Sabrina. So we put it out to you, the fans. Who do you think will win in Stefan versus Sabrina? A three-point contest between the two stars. I, I it depends on where she shoots from because I thought she was going to shoot. From the WNBA line, but Bernsey said she might shoot from the NBA line. She has the choice. I, I don't think she's totally decided. According to reports, she's leaning towards shooting from the NBA line. I would take Steph if it's the NBA line. If they both get to shoot from their respective lines, she's going to win. Okay. I'll take I'll take Sabrina. 60-40 in favor of favor Steph, Steph. Okay. winning this one. Okay. Then the other one. Will you watch any of the events that take place during All-Star Weekend? I mean, right now, they're about to do the... Oh, my gosh, it's snowing Oh, my in God, Indy? The, wi- the weather there is that's, miserable. That's terrible. I just saw the outside <laughs> shot of Lucas Oil Stadium. It, it looks awful. Terrible. Why is, Why do people think snow looks terrible? <laughs> well, I, mean, it looks, I think it's beautiful. It looks I pretty. Love it. It's just not conducive to, hey, let's go out tonight. Let's go drive in our car tonight. It's, it's not... You can't drive in the snow? Uh, I'd rather live here. Right. I'd rather live here. Snow is... Beautiful. Snow is lovely. Snow. Every now and then, I like a good snow. I'd prefer it right here. I, I, Thank you. Look, very much. I lived through the snow almost 300 days a year. Uh, anyway, are you going to watch any of the events this weekend? There's four options that I put out there. Yes, I'm going to watch every last bit of it, including the celebrity game that's happening. Huh. Just the skills contest. No actual game. Just the game. No actual skills contest, or none of it whatsoever. I'm going to watch the skills contest, but not the game. Saturday, but not Sunday. I'll probably record it. Whether I watch it live or not, I'm not sure. We got a three-day weekend. We don't like get right. all out of these. <laughs> I, and there's no football. The there's no football. There's no baseball. There's no, like There is nothing going on this weekend. It truly, for you and I, it would truly be something you'd want to watch just for an entertainment standpoint. We're not going to talk about it on Tuesday. It's not going to be news on Tuesday when yeah. we come back. So you have to watch it for us because you want to watch it. I want to watch Saturday night. I always enjoy the, the three-point contest, I think, is really well done. Really well done. So put me down for Saturday, not Sunday. 57%. Saying they will not partake in any of the events. Okay. Seventeen percent saying they will opt to watch the skills contest, but not the actual game. Sixteen percent going with they're going to watch all of this weekend, and ten percent going they will watch the game, but none of the skills contest. Okay, cool. Poll questions can be found on the Burns and Gambo X page at Burns and Gambo. One word is where you can find it. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, how many wins the Arizona Diamondbacks going to get this season? What percentage chance to them no, more than that, I hope. Oh. What percentage chance do they have of making the playoffs? An analytic website is weighed in. You'll just quivering in anticipation to hear the results, aren't you? Yes, you will next on the Burns and Gambo show. Hey, it's 
Luke. It's a busy weekend for Devin Booker. He got the All-Star Game, his first signature shoe hitting the shelves. Were we lucky enough to get a pair of book ones? Find out Tuesday at 10 a.m. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. We've already come up with our power rankings of who would want them the most around here. We think Luke. You think Luke is? Luke and Vinny are the two. Who else did we say? Big sneakerhead? we got to give some credit to Lauren. Oh, Lauren. That's right. Lauren. Lauren. And then Jamal. Jamal. Jamal, our our, uh, fine engineer and uh, from time to time director who uh, texted into the show to say that he uh, he, he was going to stay up all night night trying to get him. Yeah. Yeah. What time do uh, do they drop? Tomorrow. I don't know the exact time, though, but they're dropping tomorrow. That's a phrase, like a, a newer phrase, right? That, that, that never existed in our day, you know? <laughs> Although my wife uses some of my old phrases. Like, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? She says that all the time well, now. You know, you hang around you long enough, and eventually yeah. your stuff is going to bleed over and drop. Stuff. Time, time yeah. that I drop. Yeah. Uh, well, good. If you're in search of a pair of book ones this weekend, we wish you the best of Mitch luck. Mitch is a size 10 and a half. Yes. Men's. Mitch is, me, you, We're trying to get him some. Trying to hook Mitch up, which I'm yeah. sure he very also much appreciate the doxing of my feet. Thank you. <laughs> what's the What's the retail price on these day, These bad 140. boys? 140. 140 mm-hmm. is what they're selling them for when they drop. So anything more than that, I'm out. You're out. Okay. Yeah. Well, 140, maybe like, you're in. Well, like 170, I would say, is my hard, hard cap. Oh, okay. So but, you, well, then, but nobody's going to buy them for 140 and sell them for 170. Sure. If you're buying yeah. them for 140, you're selling them for 280. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Nobody wants this to make, is, it's not worth their time to make $30. This is not my world. I don't know. I don't know how this world works. Bernie's right, got like a pair of Brooks. What do you got? My Alberts. I have my Alberts. Alberts. I'm very comfortable. I wear yeah. these, but actually, I I would have thought 140. It doesn't seem doesn't seem like a lot. That I mean, it's just, it's all relative. That doesn't seem that bad. But in general, I, to me, it's expensive. Well, I'm sure. Again, it all depends on your income level and all that. I get it, so I'm sensitive to that. So, um, 85 wins for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. 85 wins. Uh-huh. ESPN.com did their, um, I guess it's power rankings, preseason power rankings, and they ran it through the analytical computers and they uh, consensus projection based on current team forecasts and over-unders from Fangraphs, ClayDavenport.com, Baseball Prospectus, ESPN Bet. They were used to create a baseline win expectation, which was then used as the basis for 10,000 simulations, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 85 wins. And a 55.5% chance of making the playoffs. Oh, only a 55.5% chance. So what basically they're saying is, look, the Diamondbacks are going to be in a mix with about five or six other teams for two spots. That's it. Same as last year. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. <laughs> okay. Are you David Byrne and Talking Heads? Are you, are you? Same as it ever was. <laughs> but th- what you're looking at right the there. go by, let the water yeah. hold me down. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What good. you're looking at there is a team that will be in, in, the, in the wild card race, the, you know, the entire season. And it will come down to a couple of games. And they got a 55% chance of being a team that comes out on top, but they're going to battle with five, with five or six other teams like they did last year. It was the Cubs. It was the Padres. It was Milwaukee. It was Cincinnati. It was the D-backs. It was the Marlins. There was six teams battling for a couple of spots. They're basically saying, get ready for round two. I I get it. Same as it ever was. I do. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. I guess I, more than once in a lifetime. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> exactly. I get it, but I don't. Like I, you, because you, you think that they, 
They're better at third base. They're uh, better at starting pitcher. They're better at the, they got to they got a closer for the full season now. If you would ask me, they not, should be better. And not that I'm good. I'm I, I think I'm decent at this. If you said to me over under on Diamondback wins right now, where you set the number, I'd probably go eighty seven or eighty eight and a half. One you're of those not two. Far off of, they're saying eighty five. I, 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 I know, but in sixty two game season, it, it, that's not a big difference. It's not, but it does make a big, big difference when you're talking about are you going to be a playoff team or not? Because you get to eighty eight wins, eighty nine wins, you're 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 in. You're going. You're probably going. I can go back and look at the last several years of baseball history, and I bet I could find that most teams that won right, in this year Let's in this wild card era, two thousand eighteen. Okay, MLB standings. I'll just take a look. Just two thousand eighteen. And we'll I don't know if that was before they expanded it, though. I mean, with the with the expansion of the playoffs, with the fact that seven teams or six teams get in. So I, I'm just I'm just looking at it okay. anyway. I I don't care if it's expanded. I'm just telling you what the records were. The division winners take the division winners out. The team with the next best record won 95 baseball games. That was the Cubs. The team with the second most won 91. So the two teams after the division winners in 2018, it was just a year I picked, were the Rockies with 91 and the Cubs with 95. The third best team would have been the Cardinals with 88. So 87 in that season, 1983 teams would have had more wins than 87 in the 2018 season. I guess that I'm not looking for the just... How does it? Because you take any year and say how many wins are there. The Diamondbacks had a winning record that year. They were eighty-two and eighty. They didn't get in the playoffs mm-hmm. because there were, you know, there were like seven teams had a better record than I th- they did. I, I, I think the number of the number of teams that you're allowing in matters very much. I, I, you know, we don't have a lot of data on this one. We don't have a lot of lot of history on this one, uh, but I, I do feel like there is a big difference between eighty-five wins and eighty-nine wins. You know, as crazy as it sounds. I, I think that that can be the difference. Fifty five doesn't fifty five percent seem low to you? Yes. Doesn't that doesn't that, that seem low? Because I'm thinking here's a team that went to the World Series and they're gonna be better this year. How could they not be a lock for a wild card spot? How could they not be a lock? Yeah. You wanna say they're not gonna overtake the Dodgers in the division? Okay, fine, I get that. I get that. They spent one point two billion dollars. I get it. But you would think that they're a lock for the wild card. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show. Did somehow, some way, the Kansas City Chiefs prove to all of us that you don't need this position to win it all? What is this position? We'll tell you. Coming up on Burns and Gambo. Vince Murata. Join us Tuesday morning as we kick off Newsmakers Week, including visits with Tori Lovello and Jerry Colangelo starting at 6 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, one other thing from the All-Star game real quick, because I'm just looking up right now, and they're playing the celebrity game. I did forget they were doing this, and it is very trippy to look at. Yeah. They're playing on a glass court. Huh? A, a glass court with look at it now. That's LED lighting under the glass. That's whacked. No, just whack. <laughs> Not whack. It's just, it's just, just whack. Just whack. Just that is whack. odd. That's an odd looking. It, it, I was reading, so CJ Stroud is playing in this. Oh, is he? Yeah. Apparently, he dropped like 40 on uh, Jaime Jaquez. Uh, Jaquez, yeah. Yeah. He dropped like 40 on him in a basketball game once. Really? Yeah. So, like, right now, the court is lit up to look like a normal hardwood floor. 
But at a moment's notice, they can change it and put whatever on the floor they want. Like they, the shot clock is on the floor, you know, not projected on the floor on what you're watching on TV. I mean, the actual court is glass and underneath the glass, there's these lights and it can make whatever pattern wow. they I want it to. So that's a pattern of what a hardwood floor looks right. like, but it's not hardwood. Well, it's not hardwood. It's glass, but they're just making it look wow. right now. Like it's just a normal hardwood floor. But just a second ago, they had it all lit up. And it was it it was kind of a like you know how those courts they were using for the in season tournament yeah 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 took a minute to kind of get used to that right like, oh that looks really this is like that on steroids this is that like whoa look it's like crazy looks pretty cool to it's, me it actually kind of looks pretty cool like, I'm not gonna lie to you yeah I'm not gonna lie to you like I still can't get used to Boise State football. <laughs> Like that's still like that's, that's so out of place to me. I just can't get used to that. It does. It does take. Or like Ewash doesn't Ewash have the red turf? And oh yeah, at, is it? Yeah. yeah yes. Like, what are you guys playing on lava? I mean, on Mars? Where are you? It it it, it does. It's still a trick. Ewash. In the they're in the big sky, right? Yes, they are. And they always used to beat NAU. Uh, the Ewash yeah. is usually pretty. I'm good. a Jordan yes. Bird, our old producer, who's <laughs> being upset with Ewash. He's he's right now yelling at his radio because he he's standing up for the Kyle big sky. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so um, I welcome you back to Burns and Gambo. One of um, with the draft still a couple of months away, you better believe one of the big conversations that we're going to continue to have is wide receiver versus offensive line, wide receiver versus offensive line. It, it, every mock draft feels like every mock draft. The Cardinals have them taking one of one and one of the other, you know, with their two first round picks. It would be a shock if they did anything else. I Edge be, rusher, cornerback. Would it be corner, a shock if they did anything else? I wouldn't be shocked if a corner sneaks their way in there. Ah, the top 10? Uh, corner. Not, not top, I, I meant in the first round. In the first round. In the first round. I'm saying if, it was the fourth pick. Oh, the fourth pick. I thought you were talking about the pick. first round. Trade, offensive lineman, wide receiver. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. No yep. no edge rusher nope. is good enough. Nope. No cornerback is good it's enough. one of those three. It has to be. It's trade, wide receiver, or or offensive lineman. Now That's you trade it. everything gets you know, depending on where you trade to. Everything else sure. it comes into play. Sure. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about the first no, round. No. I wouldn't be surprised if a corner goes with the 27th pick. But I would be no. It's going to be one of those three options. Um, and we and we talked. You know, we, we've talked about this before. Like, are is the elite offensive lineman you can get at four better than the one you could? You know, how much better is he than the guy you could get at 27? Same thing with wide receiver. All of that stuff. It's like, which one do you really? need and where, where's the better value in the draft today Albert Breer or actually it was yesterday he sent it out but I just saw it today and it got a lot of traction on social media at least I noticed it that it did and it, I took a screenshot sent it to you and you thought we should talk about this for a couple of yeah. months he tweeted out because I like it I tweeted out yesterday with the talk ramping up on the receivers you can get in free agency or the draft and teams' needs for a true number one wide receiver, I think it's at least interesting to point out Patrick Mahomes won back-to-back Super Bowls in his first two years after they traded Tyreek Hill. They got rid of one of the most talented, electrifying wide receivers in the game. Now, but here's the deal, right? And there's a big difference here that nobody wants to point to. Tyreek Hill didn't leave in free agency. They didn't lose Tyreek Hill in free agency. They traded him. They traded him. Got a haul for him. They got five picks for him. Got a haul, yeah. They used those picks on a 2002 draft that got them. They ended up with Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, Brian Cook, Leo Chanel, Joshua Williams. They got all these players that could play. It's not like they had a wide receiver and he left in free agency because they didn't want to pay him. 
a la Christian Kirk with the with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Cardinals lost Christian Kirk. Somebody paid him a lot more money. It's not like they traded him for five draft picks. The Chiefs got something out of Tyree Kill. They got five draft picks. Right. And they didn't spend that money, so they were able to use that money elsewhere. But the broader point is kind of this idea that Breer might have unintentionally floated out there. Hey, you don't need to spend a lot of money on a number one wide receiver to win in this league. Now, a lot of people clapped back at him and like, dude, it's Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback. Let's, you know, it's like, like if there's any quarterback who's built to win without a true number one wide receiver, it's Patrick Mahomes. And and he re- he recognized this and then later tweeted out, ha ha. People are taking this the wrong way, obviously. Having weapons for your quarterback is obviously important because not every team has a Patrick Mahomes. But if you look at the four teams that were there at the end, their builds and their investment start on the line of scrimmage. And he said, that's not an opinion, that's fact. And, that, that's, I, and I agree with and, that. And I think most people would. Like, if you're really going to start building this, understand it's more important to do it on the offensive line. And I, I couldn't help but think of the Cardinals and their draft decision that they're going to have. Like, as much as we might be hypnotized by Marvin Harrison Jr.'s undoubted skill and unbelievable ability, you might be better off taking another offensive lineman because it's just so I would. important to like, have a solid offensive line. I would. We said that the leading receiver in the NFL last year was C.D. Lamb at, you said, 130 catches or something like that? If you're going by receptions, yes. 135 receptions. He averaged about eight per game. Not a lot of guys get over 100 receptions. You're talking about the average receiver, you know, a really good receiver having five to six catches a game. That's how the impact. Now, did the Rams have a dominant wide receiver when they won Cooper Cup? Would you consider him a dominant wide receiver? Absolutely, I would. Yeah. Yeah. When Tampa Bay won it with Tom Brady, Mike Mike Evans did not have a good game. It was Rob Gronkowski that had the most catches in, in that game for them. And Leonard Fournette was big, but it wasn't Mike Evans. He didn't do anything in that Super Bowl when they beat Kansas City. I mean, I'm sure we could go back through the history of the Super Bowl and find teams, especially recently, and find teams that had a dominant number one wide receiver. But it was, it was kind of telling the Giants media. won two Super Bowls without having any wide receivers. No, at all. Phil McConkie? They, they had none on the roster. No, they had a tight end in Mark Bavaro, but they didn't have any. With those, that, the, the Parcells Belichick Giants didn't have any wide receivers. I know that was a long time ago. I'm kind of thinking about the modern NFL and, and like today's game. Okay. And, and in today's game, um, I, I, but I think the point is kind of the same. Like it, it's, and I, you brought it up earlier. I think you need good wide receivers. It's just a question of whether you want to pay them. Like T. Higgins, he's a really good wide receiver. He's going to make a fortune. Is and he, it prevents you from keeping other guys. Is it really worth it to pay a guy that much money when at best he's going to have the ball in his hand I don't seven think times so. a game? I, that's why I prefer the Cardinals. You know, Now, listen, I'm not saying Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to be a generational talent and a great player, but... Man, this team needs an offensive lineman. They need more offensive linemen. They need to protect their quarterback and be able to run the football. Uh, you know, that's that's of the utmost importance. But you know, they Kansas City at the time they had Tyron Matthew and Sorensen and Travarius Ward. They were getting older. They needed younger players, so they went with the younger defense. And that trade with Tyreek Hill allowed them to do it. Plus. 
you know, again, if you pay that wide receiver, we've talked about this. If the Cardinals go out and spend all that money on a wide receiver, well, that does does that prevent them from signing a cornerback? Does it prevent them from signing an edge rusher? Sure. It, prevent, it prevents you from signing like three other guys that you probably really need. Now, I, I mean, look, everybody knows, and Albert Breer knows this. He's covered the NFL for a long time. He understands Patrick Mahomes is a rare breed. And to sit there and say, well, hey, look, Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl without a number one wide receiver. Anybody can do it. no. It's not that simple, and I don't think that's what Breer was trying to say. I think what Breer was trying to say, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Let's just keep this all in perspective, that wide receivers, while important, while special, at the same time, they're not necessarily the key ingredient to the recipe. You know, They're not necessarily the most important part of a Super Bowl champion. And, and there are other parts that, that probably need a little bit more attention and, and aren't as sexy. I mean, wide receivers are very, by their nature, one of the sexiest, right? They're, they're, it's like, wow, look at what that guy just did. Yeah, look they at usually that. are loudmouth complainers all the time yeah, about not getting the football. Unbelievable hand-eye coordination, right. and they're tall, and they're fast. and they, they But it's not, it's not the most important thing necessarily. And I think the lesson here for the Cardinals is to decide just how important having a Marvin Harrison Jr., is or are you better off investing in a great offensive lineman and having bookend tackles for the next ten years of your franchise? And go get your Rashi Rice in the second round. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I do. I would rather get that offensive lineman, especially if you think that Joe Walt is going to be a ten-year offensive tackle for you. If you have that, if you get that Orlando Pace type guy. Yeah. You imagine if they went offensive line and offensive line in the first round? Their first two picks oh, were offensive line. But, 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 but wasn't that the fault of Steve? What was what is, we faulted Kime with? Never really building that that offensive line. Yeah, it, what, he never drafted no, any. He no, he never drafted any. No, no, he was too busy. He, he fell into the trap. He fell into the trap of ooh wide receivers or ooh freak athlete inside linebackers who, you know, ooh, this combine guy, ooh, that combine guy, look at him run, look at him jump, look all look at all the freaky stuff he can do. You hardly ever drafted offensive linemen. Hardly ever. No. DJ Humphreys, I think it was like the only first round offensive lineman, right? For uh Cooper, on, Jonathan Cooper, or was oh, that before was Cooper after that? Cooper was before that, but I thought I have to go back and look. I think Jonathan Cooper was his first. Okay. Draft, I think. I think, I think, I think. But I can't remember. But from DJ Humphreys on, did they draft oh, any offensive line in the Humphreys first round? On, no. no. In the first round? Oh, no. No. No, no, no. They and they not. needed to. Yeah, they did not. When we come back here on the Burns and Gamble show, um, Suns fans, brace yourself. Mikel Bridges talked about the 2021 NBA Finals on oh, a podcast. No. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're sitting down next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, what's on tonight? All right, what's on tonight? The games that we're going to watch this evening, and it's brought to you by Global Credit Union. 12 branches here to serve you. Become a member today by going to globalcu.org. The Coyotes are in action tonight. They're taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. That game starts at 7 o'clock. How many have they lost in a row now? Seven. Seven in a row. Seven. 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 Um... And then, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Damn, that's a that's a lot. Yeah, big losing streak. There's so plus they're they're Connor Ingram's out for a little bit. We had Bill Armstrong on yesterday. He seemed to think that it wasn't as bad as they thought, but they were still anticipating at least seven to ten days. We'll see if it's better than that. Uh, and then tomorrow, um, it's not what's on tonight, but it's what's on tomorrow. ASU versus Arizona. <laughs> I, I 
I forgot. Now I, we, you guys, you both mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, the, the Des Cambridge Des shot. Cambridge shot from like, not even from beyond half court to win the game. Do you remember what else happened that day? No, my kid got married. That was the day your that kid the, got that married. That was the day Jake got married. Because I, I was there. I remember it happened. <laughs> like we got to the reception site. It was. It didn't happen when we were at the church. But somewhere from driving to the church to the reception site, I got out of the car and everyone's like, did you see it? Did you see it? See what? What are you talking about? I've been in the car. Did you see it? Look at look. And everyone's showing me their phones. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was. Uh, you got married a year ago this this weekend. February 25th. Yeah. I year went quick. <laughs> You're telling me. You're telling me. Especially, especially with the. I haven't said anything about this on the air yet. I think I should say it. I now think you should. I think you should. I think you should. Wow, we got a three day weekend. I think you should. Grandpa Burns. Woo! It's coming. You're going to be a grandpa. It's coming. Gra- you are going to be a grandfather. Be a grandpa. They got married a year ago this weekend and uh, they're pregnant and having a baby. Sometime this summer. Yeah, well, in August. Sometime this summer. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the exact due date. Uh, the middle of August. Yeah. We're you gonna are grand- gonna be a grandfather. We're grandparents. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. We're pretty excited. I haven't. I just. It hasn't really come up. But since yeah. we're talking about their that is year anniversary. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, you guys have all known for a while, like behind the scenes. Yes. And, and there yes. was uh, my daughter-in-law posted something on social media a couple of days ago, and she so, did. Oh yeah. No. Uh-huh. I and I we we put it out there to your wife. Very nice message on social media about it, and uh, got the a lot. Same of, wife you were just grilling about not liking the movies. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, oh. no, no, no. The wife that I was just saying, hey, you know what? We all have different tastes in movies, oh, okay, okay. and if she wants to give Ferris Bueller's an F, that's fine. I still love her. <laughs> I still think Chelsea's Breakfast a great Club. person. F. Fine, fine. We all have different tastes in movies, and I accept yeah. that we're all different. Well, congratulations. Uh, yeah, that's no, awesome. So, so it's it's like out there now, you know. But uh, gonna be Grandpa, really, I'm really. Any idea about what the what the first name we, would be? No, no. Um, Gambo. <laughs> I think. Well, it would, it would accomplish your lifelong goal of having your name come first. Gambo Burns. No, it's the Burns and Gambo show. I know, yeah, but Gambo yeah, Burns. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it should be. Gambo Burns. No, I don't really. I've never cared about that. I know you don't. Um, so we are, we are very excited about that. And uh, but yeah, that that Cambridge shot was yeah, that was a year think. ago. Crazy to think. Yeah, yeah crazy to well, think. Well, you have a. That was a story today uh, on ESPN, and we didn't get to make this a topic, but um, they had uh, Jay Billis did his index ranking the top sixty eight teams in men's college basketball. Mm-hmm. He's got the Wildcats number three. Ooh. Yep, number three overall. They've got them everywhere. Everywhere they're slated as a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. So right now they're projected to be a number, even though they had those tough losses to Oregon State, Washington State, and Stanford. All of those were on the road. And that overtime thriller against Florida Atlantic, which they lost, they are they're slated to be a top seed in the NCAA tournament. All right, I want to play this Mikkel Bridges sound. Okay, go ahead. This is from the Roommates Show podcast. Um, and he's a guest on the podcast, and he's talking about the Suns being up two games to none against the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. This is painful, people. And I remember going up 2-0. So we was good. I was like, oh, we about to win the chip. Because, look, especially in the West, especially then, like, the West all had tough teams. East, we were really like, East really, like, whatever, you know? We go see Milwaukee. We're over here like, 
my it's light. It's the East. It's Milwaukee. I know they got Giannis, and obviously they got Hoopers, but I'm like, the West is tougher than East. We're like, mm-hmm. we good. Go up 2-0. We're there like, exactly. This is what we've been talking about. Like, it's the East, bro. Like, we're about to win this. And we <sighs> ran off four. Great. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. No, I, couldn't, I, I actually couldn't believe it. Why would they think that? I don't know. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Giannis at the five? No, and you went through a West wow. that had no Jamal Murray with the Nuggets, no Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers, who uh, AD was limited the Lakers, for the Lakers. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. Yeah, you went through a West where it, it, everybody was the, hurt. The knees were cut off, right? Everybody like, was hurt. Everybody was hurt. And you're like, hey, I went through the West. We got this. We're fine. God, I hope they didn't think that. I hope that was just Mikel goofing and being funny. Did, did they did, now talk about being up 2 0 on Dallas? Did they really think, oh, yeah, we got this. We're good. We're up 2 0 against Milwaukee Bucks, and they're from the East. Who cares? That's nothing. God, I hope they didn't feel that way. Man, I kind of think the East, you know, physical brand of basketball, and yeah, it's, they won the first two, and then they lost the next four, and Milwaukee took it home. I think if the West had been everybody healthy, I think the Suns could have felt like, man, we just survived a gauntlet that we got through. We got this. We're okay. It was not a gauntlet they got through that year in the West. Everybody was hurt. Everybody was hurt. Everybody was out. You believe those NBA finals were almost three years ago? Yeah, I do believe it. I do. Years ago. I, yeah, I do believe it. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do indeed. Hi, right, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, here that comes. I've opened up that can. We're out of here. It's we'll the Gambo you. and Grandpa Show. We'll see you on Tuesday here on the Birds and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.